This is going great. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Stop the Internet Podcast, your favorite podcast. I'm Kelly, the host, one of them, and this is... Jimmy. Welcome, Jimmy. (laughs) I don't know if I should introduce people. Like, we're friends. We are friends. Yeah. Just friends. (laughs) Just friends for now. Yeah, I feel like we don't need to talk about ourselves. I don't know. Should we just go? Should we get into it? Yeah, and I live, like, a pretty, like, low-profile life, so why don't we just, like, stick with that? Okay. Awesome. (laughs) So, today, we're answering the question, am I dramatic? Am I in the wrong? I'm excited. I think this is going to be a good one. I'm never dramatic, so. (laughs) Me neither. On the last episode, I was like, fucking dump him, you stupid bitch. Never dramatic, though. Never. Oh my gosh, this one's good. I have a lot of good stories for today. I'm excited. I don't even know what to start with because I feel like they're all good. This is a good one. My girlfriend, 22 female, is moving in with a former sexual partner, 23 male. Am I wrong for having an issue with it? So me, 24 male, and my girlfriend, 22 female, have been in a relationship for about a year now. For the most part, things are great. We really care about one another, talk openly, enjoy each other's company, and in general are in a loving and supportive relationship. I've always known that my girlfriend has had a lot of guy friends, but for the most part, it's never bugged me. She's always been open about the fact that she gets along better with guys, and the friends who I have met have all been pretty cool towards me and haven't come across as any kind of threat. There is one guy, a very close friend of my girlfriend, who I know my girlfriend has slept with on multiple occasions before we started dating. However, from what she told me, these are drunk situations that never should have happened and only solidified their status as friends. Long story short, in a few months, my girlfriend has invited this guy to be her roommate in a house of three. She made this decision without consulting how I'd feel about it. I have a lot of trust in her, but I just don't know this guy all that well, and the thought of them being together in the same house as one another constantly makes me uncomfortable. Also, both have cheated on slash with someone before when alcohol is involved. Not on me, though. I've brought this up with my girlfriend, and she's reassured me that there isn't anything to worry about, but she also says this is for sure going forward because she already agreed to it. I hate this idea, and I'm super annoyed she didn't think to bring it up with me before. Am I wrong for having an issue here? Mm, Okay, that's a lot. I'm sorry, did it say how long they were dating for? Yes, about a year. About a year. Okay, so it's not too long. No. To be dating. No. And this is kind of a big uh, hump in the relationship pretty early on. Yeah. Hmm. I would not be happy with this. Yeah, I deep down, I don't think that I would be happy with it. But at the same time, I feel like when you come to this crossroad, like in a relationship, you kind of have to decide, am I going to trust my partner? Like at the end of the day, this is something that you have to go one of two ways. Sometimes if you don't let go of it and, you know, allow the trust to happen, then will it ever really happen? If this is a man that you see yourself being with long term, you should be able to trust them or a woman that you see yourself being with long term. Yeah. Then when do you start trusting? You know? Wow. That is such a good point. Holy shit. Friends will always be there. You know, drunk nights are probably going to happen regardless of living with each other or not living with each other. That is a very good point. And also he said that they've hooked up multiple times. Like if they wanted to date, they could have. And the hookups have only solidified their status as friends. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I cannot top that answer. Yeah. Okay. But I have more questions. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> like who's the third roommate? So do you, do we think it's like another friend? I would assume it's a girl because I think if the third one was a guy, then he would have said that. Right. What's the dynamic of the friendship? Or if this is your girlfriend's friend, mm-hmm. or do you feel close enough to her that you think that she would be kind of on the lookout for you, you know, and um, yeah. kind of say like, this isn't right if something were to go down? Yeah, I guess he's not wrong to be upset about it. But that is such a good point about the trust thing, because obviously most people trust their partners but yeah you just need to decide to trust the partner because if it's not gonna be now damn yeah I feel like you killed it with that answer I kind of too so I have like a little personal <laughs> like you know so my ex was best friends with his ex best of friends yeah and like swore up and down that they were just friends now and that they dated and they just realized that they were better off being friends rather than partners but they still wanted to be friends because they were very close so at first I was like a little bit sketched but then I was like you know what like I should look at myself and like who I am I wouldn't want to mess it up with me because I'm a great boyfriend so maybe he could take that approach where he's like I know that I am a trustworthy person like I know that I will be the best boyfriend ever yeah so she won't want to cheat because she should want to be with me and no one else period so sometimes I think it comes from your own confidence in yourself or in your relationship and that goes along with trust shit I'm kind of inspired right now my answer was gonna be yeah I'd be mad (laughs) (laughs) okay let me think about my longest relationship actually this is a good point because when I was in the longest relationship that I've had I trusted that guy so much and if he ever went out he would be like oh this girl was talking to me like whatever I did not think anything of it we would laugh about it together because I trusted him so much and I feel like if he were to run into his ex or see his ex at a party live with an ex it might annoy me for a little bit but I also trusted him so much and I was like I know how much he loves me and same kind of vibe I feel like I didn't say it in those words but I did have confidence in myself and our relationship and I just knew that he would never cheat on me Mm -hmm. and so that put my mind at ease in any situation so I feel like the more I think about it and also they didn't even date they've just hooked up a couple times right I think in college especially everyone hooks up with their friends that's true and I did not have feelings for anyone in my friend group in college at no, all either but also fuck boys at the end of the day you yeah know, you gotta always have your guard up a little bit yeah so maybe I'm just like talking out of my ass maybe if it were me I was in the situation I'd be like absolutely not <laughs> but <laughs> you know trying not to be dramatic not not be crazy true it's fine it's cool i'm cool (laughs) as a cucumber do you know that song on tiktok that just went viral and the girl's like i'm being a cool girl i'm keeping it do you know do you know this song it's about like an abusive relation or toxic relationship and Mm. one of the lines is i'm being a cool girl i'm keeping it so tight i carry him home while my friends have a good night and i'm like shit that is so true There's so many girls that are like, oh, you know, I'm just going to be a cool girl. I'll do whatever he wants. I'll agree with everything. I'll leave the bar for him when my friends are all having fun because he's crying and yelling at me. I'm cool. I'm cool with it. It's like, are you really cool with it? Absolutely not. You cannot catch me dead. No, no man is worth (laughs) leaving a bar night with your best friends. Heard it here first. Period. Yeah, I think if I was in this situation, I'd be like, dude, that's so annoying. Why are you living with someone that you used to hook up with? Mm -hmm. But then I think if we had honest communication and I actually did trust the guy, I'd be like, okay, fine. 
I'm not thrilled about it, but I do trust you. I think it's more, too, that you don't trust the other person. Yeah, but I also think it goes back to what you are saying. Like, in college, friends do kind of hook up. Yeah. And if there's not, like, that emotional attachment to each other, yeah. and it's just strictly we're drunk and, like, we don't want to go home alone, Yeah. then it's like, eh, I guess that could happen. And I guess, like, putting myself in those shoes, there's so many people. <laughs> so many, not so many. That made me sound bad there's just people that i've hooked up with that i'm like there's nothing nothing there like i could not care less about this person if i tried period (laughs) (laughs) okay absolutely not nope i think we end it there trust period 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 we just spent the whole weekend together and one of our friends callie says period (laughs) so much and i was like why is that the funny nobody else i know says that like that but that is the funniest thing i've ever heard because she teaches middle school oh (laughs) and it's just like all of them all day period that's all they do to her (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) am i being dramatic My boyfriend of two and a half years and I are planning on moving in together. I work a full-time job and my boyfriend is currently in grad school. He recently had gotten a one-month vacation from school while I continue to work. I live in a nice one-bedroom that I have been paying for and my boyfriend lived with his brother in a two-bedroom with three dogs. Now that his brother has moved out, my boyfriend asked me to move in because the cost of his whole place costs the same as my one-bedroom and therefore I would only have to pay half the cost and be able to save some money as well as live with him. We've lived together in the past but sharing one room is difficult in the two bedroom we plan on having an office and a room so that we can spend time together and apart now for the dilemma in the past year this two bedroom has been completely trashed and roach infested no one in their right mind would move here there are roaches everywhere in the kitchen and the place smells like weed in the master bedroom there are poop and pee stains from the puppies i agreed to move into this place as long as two things were fixed One, the carpet in the master bedroom needed to be replaced. And two, an exterminator would be called for the roaches. He agrees, and I agree to move in. He speaks with his parents, and they tell him that they can't do number one, but can steam the carpet. The carpet doesn't look great, but I can deal with it. I take a look at the room and see that there are still things that need to be cleaned and question why they haven't been, but I feel as though they haven't been because my boyfriend's family just assumes that I will take care of it because I'm family. I don't think that they would have left it this way if it was a random random stranger or even a friend moving in. That's an interesting take. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to the week of the move and on Monday, I remind him to clean and set out what the exterminator has brought. He continues to game and on Tuesday, I remind him again. On Tuesday, the house is still not clean and still roach infested. Wednesday rolls around, same story. It is now Thursday and we fight. I call him because I got off work early, told him that I would at the beginning of the week so that we could start moving things from my house to his. He needed to have the house cleaned, however, to have my things moved. He tells me that he's out with his friends and therefore will get it done tonight. At this point, I am so fed up and frustrated because not only have I compromised my own living conditions, but I feel so disrespected because he did not consider my time and he thinks that all I'm doing is nagging him. I hate this guy. If he had mentioned his plan, that he knew about early on, then I would have rearranged our moving schedule. But honestly, everything could have been done the first time I had asked. After crying on the phone, telling him that I feel disrespected and that I feel this was selfish of him, he tells me that he feels like I'm being dramatic. The lack of empathy and the lack of apology was enough to make me fuming mad. He tells me that it will all be done tonight and doesn't understand why I don't believe that he will be capable of doing it because he already has history of being unreliable. He starts school soon and does not have time to help me move after this week. Am I the dramatic one? I hate him. No. Mm Mm-mm. What? Ew, he's disgusting. Sounds like he just wants cheaper rent. (gasps) True. 
I don't like him. Ew. Yeah, she like, needs to dump his ass. Yeah, he can't afford the two bedrooms, so he's like, come on over. Yeah, and why would you want to be with someone that's okay living in those conditions? Yeah, and you could call the best exterminator in the country. Those roaches will be there no matter what. I wonder where they live. That's my question. Like, where is this in a city? Did it specify? It didn't say. I mean, roaches are like prominent. You're living in a city. Yeah. Roaches will show up, you know. Oh my God, one time, Callie, my roommate, she was cooking in the kitchen. A roach literally <gasps> fell from the ceiling. We have not seen another roach ever. Terrifying. Was she it screamed. big? Oh. Oh, nah, uh, maybe like that big. Like, <gasps> That's kind of big. Like this big. Ew, that's huge. Really? Kinda. I don't really know. I, I run. I don't want to see roaches. This was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Okay, so my high school had roaches. And when I was in like sixth or seventh grade, I went to basketball camp at my high school. Or it wasn't a camp. It was an open gym for basketball. Mm. And the basketball coach was just teaching this open gym. And my aunt and my cousin and my sister made me go. It was summer. And it was hot. And I don't know why, but they put me in the group with all the high school girls that were shooting three-pointers. Mm. And then all the other little girls were doing layups I'm like why am I in this group I should not be in this group I can't make a basket and then we were stretching and a huge ass roach was walking right next to me and it was as big as a tennis ball I swear it was huge it was horrifying and I was like losing my mind but I didn't want to scream and embarrass myself in front of the basketball coach and then one of the girls ran over and was like oh my god and just like kicked it and I was like that was horrendous no bad oh and I also heard, I could be like totally wrong here. When where me and Aaron lived, your sister Aaron, when where we lived freshman <laughs> year, sister, freshman year, Tyson Hall, Westchester, go Rams. Um, <laughs> roaches, roaches, roaches. And I'll never forget the guy that ran the building. His name was Lance. And he came around and had like a meeting with our floor. And he was like, if you see a roach, do not step on it. Like, don't kill it with a shoe. You have to like catch it with a cup and like flush it down the toilet because <gasps> under them there's eggs. So if you step on it, an egg could get on your shoe. And then if it eventually hatches, oh. So my, no, I would not be even stepping foot in that apartment. Nope, absolutely not. No. And the Mm -mm. boyfriend, yeah, where was I? Inconsiderate asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very selfish, seems immature, like he's playing video games all day when he's promising to help his girlfriend move. Moving is so stressful. Mm-hmm. How can you not want to help and make it easier on people? And especially because she's moving for you. It's only going to make your life easier. Yeah, I don't like this And guy. he wasn't working for a month, right? Yeah, he's doing nothing. Like, get up off your ass. Yeah. You want to split the rent. Oh, no. Uh, girl, take it from me. Do not. <laughs> you could afford that rent by yourself. You've been living in that one bedroom by yourself mm-hmm. for however long. No, absolutely not. Dump his ass. <laughs> yeah, you're not being dramatic. Definitely not dramatic. I say two and a half years, not that long. Not dramatic. Not dramatic. Period. Bang. Pow, pow. This one is very interesting. It's kind of long, but I feel like this is an interesting question. Okay, let's hear it. My 29 female boyfriend, 31 male, lied about being rich. Am I wrong for feeling betrayed? <laughs> <laughs> I love where this is going. This is very interesting to me. We've been going out for a little less than a year. That is not that long. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was attracted to him because he's really cute. And unlike any other guys I've dated who ended up having drug problems, living physically unhealthy lifestyles, or ended up being abusive, he doesn't do any of that. We bonded over our love of the outdoors. But differences in our finances have always been the elephant in the room. This entire time, I thought I was much better off than him. He doesn't work, he programs stuff on his computer, and he said he trades stocks. Well, not stocks exactly. He explained it a few different times, 
but I didn't really follow along. But I figured he was doing this because he was lazy and didn't want to get a real job. I've always pressured him to get a job. I have a career in HR, so it's pained me to see someone purposely not have professional ambitions. He's also been very frugal, like he's always trying to avoid going out. On our first date, we got coffee. He paid, but it wasn't that much since it's coffee. (laughs) This girl... Then, for our other dates, we went on a hike, and then we went to a public beach. He brought food, though, for us in a cooler, which I assumed was because he didn't want to spend money at the stall. We've gone out to dinner afterwards about 20 times, and he's paid for it only about half the time. The other time, we split the bill. All the other times, he ends up cooking something. It was romantic at first to have a guy cook for me, but it got old after a while. For my birthday, he sent me a card and nothing else. He's also cheap with his own stuff. He has very little clothes, like just enough to get him through the week. His apartment isn't decorated or anything. He has an older car, and his kitchen is just filled with store brand stuff. This girl seems very interesting, but you know what? It's okay to have preferences. Yeah. This stuff was odd, but it wasn't like I was resentful or anything. I've encountered far worse problems in previous relationships. He's never been mean to me and seems to care about me. I assumed he was just cheaping out because he was struggling financially, and that's why I wanted to help him get a job. In the beginning of March, we went to a party at his best friend's house. They've been close friends since high school. He asked how everything was between us. I was a bit drunk and opened up. I ended up admitting that I am disappointed that my boyfriend doesn't seem to apply himself. He started laughing. He's a really smart guy. I'm not concerned. That's what the best friend said. OP says, but if he doesn't get a job, I'm worried that I'll end up having to support him. Best friend says, why would you need to support him? He's doing better than all of us. OP says, what do you mean? He doesn't work. Then he looked at me really confused, and I was even more confused. The best friend responded, he does those things with investments? OP says, yeah, but he still needs a real job. He can't live off that. I think he realized he screwed up because his face went pale white, like he told me something that maybe my boyfriend didn't want other people to know. At that point, I pulled him aside and told him to tell me the truth. He was unwilling at first and told me to ask my boyfriend about it myself, but he eventually gave in. Apparently, when my boyfriend's parents died when he was a teenager, they left him the house. He ended up selling the house right before the 2008 crash and built up a large portfolio over the last 13 years. He said that my boyfriend is like a quantitative prodigy and he had offers from a lot of firms on Wall Street. So why didn't he do it? best friend said he did for like a year then he quit and just started doing his own thing at home so he's actually making money doing this way more than you and me i'm sure i'm thinking at my boyfriend's routine which usually entails him sitting in his pajamas in front of the computer while i'm at work so how much does he have then he started getting nervous i don't know 10 million maybe more (laughs) what i would just about badussy (laughs) yeah i'm about to sit in here guys we have a slang word called badussy that doesn't mean anything but it also means everything everything it's like john you know but it's a verb it might slip out yeah okay i started laughing but he wasn't then i just sat there going back and forth in my head between not believing my boyfriend's friend and getting really angry that my boyfriend lied to me i pressured his friend to tell me more about my boyfriend's finances and we talked about it for a while i still don't fully understand it Since leaving the party, though, I haven't been able to stop thinking about how little money he spent on me when he has so much. And then pretending like he's poor when he has way more money than I'll likely ever make. Am I wrong here? I just feel completely betrayed and played for a fool. Like, why would he make me split the bill for him if he knows that I make less than him? Clearly, he has the money. So why couldn't he actually get me something for my birthday? Why doesn't he spend more money on himself, too? Why isn't he driving a nicer car? Why is he living in a crummy apartment when he could just buy a 
mansion with the amount he has. He said he hasn't taken a vacation in over 10 years. Like WTF, the more I think about it, the more it drives me crazy. I haven't seen my boyfriend in person for a while. Besides for him delivering groceries to my place a few times, we just talk on the phone and video chat. This is during the pandemic, by the way. But I've been too scared to bring this all up. Every time I look at him or hear his voice, I can't help but get angry. Wow. Oh, all right. That one had a lot. I have so many opinions. Wait, how long did it say how long they've been together? A little less than a year. Okay. First sentence. I have a lot of compassion for drug addicts, so it's not really on that part. But she was like, not as bad as the drug addicts or abusers that I've dated in the past. Girl, you are setting the bar beneath the floor. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is literally Earth's core right now. Wait, that's so where true. The yeah. Like, let's maybe not compare like the current boyfriend to like a past abuser. Let's try yeah. to do better for ourselves. I think it's very interesting. Like, if she truly cared about money this much and she's like, oh, he's so unmotivated, that's a huge deal breaker for a lot of people to just watch someone be seemingly unemployed. And if you genuinely thought they were unemployed and didn't have any money and it matters that much to you, how are you with this person for that long? It's also interesting that she's like, he makes so much money, so why do I have to split the bill with him? Like, why didn't he buy me something for my birthday? It just seems like they see money so differently. Some people think that you need to have a lot of money and you need to spend a lot of money and have the nicest things, drive the nicest cars. In reality, the wealthiest people are not just blowing their money. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times we see like rappers and like celebrities just, like spending so much money partying every day. Mm-hmm. I feel like truly wealthy people are not doing that. They're living low key lives. They're frugal. They know how to invest. They know how to save and make more money in the long run. It seems like that's what this guy is doing. And just because he has money doesn't mean that he needs to have expensive taste. And just because he has money and doesn't have expensive taste doesn't mean he's lying to her. Mm-hmm. I don't think he lied to her at all. No. You don't need to tell someone how much money you have, especially when you've been dating them for less than a year. Maybe if you were getting married and you were talking about combining your finances and setting up a life together and considering your goals for your whole life. Also, if he really does have that much money, if I had that much money, I think that may be something that I would keep to myself a little bit. A hundred percent. Because you want to think about like the type of people that you're attracting. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want someone to want me for my money. I agree. Everything you said was perfect because as long as this person is making you feel special they shouldn't have to do that for you monetarily yeah she had mentioned oh like for my birthday he just sent me a card whereas me personally i think it would be really sweet if someone wrote me an old-fashioned card for my birthday and sent it to my house Mm -hmm. so i think the underlying issue lies that she doesn't feel important maybe to him i don't know that it's fully about the money part of it and again i do think she's being a little bit dramatic Because it seems like she hasn't talked to this man at all. Yeah, Like, talk to your boyfriend about, if this is your boyfriend, someone you really care about this much that you're going to, like, post about it on the internet, then maybe, like, have the conversation with him. Absolutely. And the key to any relationship is communication, right? Communication and trust. For me, that's the foundation. Sounds like she has neither of that. Shit. That is so true. It just seems like they have way different styles when it comes to material things and Mm -hmm. experiences. Because if he's happy in his life, that's fine. And their finances, you do not need to talk about finances within the first year of dating. That's kind of ridiculous. And I think that you're so right. If he made her feel fulfilled in what he does give her then I think this would be less of a problem. And she just seems kind of entitled. I don't know. Yeah, because I understand the motivation part. Like if I felt like a guy that I was talking to or dating wasn't motivated to like do well or make a living, like obviously long road, 
you want someone that's going to be able to support themselves in like totally. your relationship like you have long long-term goals for yourself also i think about like people like my dad who he's had the same pair of wranglers for probably 30 years yeah shout out dad and he does not <laughs> care like that doesn't make him less of a person it's just that he doesn't care you know yeah. some people just live a different lifestyle than others maybe their totally. lifestyles don't match yeah i kind of think that's what it is too i it almost seems like Okay, I get the living in a crummy apartment versus living in a nice apartment. But if he's happy there, then it's fine. It's not your house. Mm -hmm. And also, just because he has money doesn't mean he owes her anything. So his style, his personal preferences are one thing. But then she's over here like, why does he make me split the bill? If I made $50,000, the average salary in the United States, and my best friend made $500,000, which is more money than many people will ever see in their lives, I don't think I would just expect my friend mm -hmm. to buy things for me and cover dinner just because they make more money than me. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess it's a little different in a relationship because you kind of just cover each other more many times. But that's the thing. It's like every relationship is different. Yeah. So if that annoys her, she should have just talked to him about it already. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with going on hikes and going to the beach for your dates. But if you're not OK with that, it seems like you're incompatible with this man. It seems like they were a little bit incompatible. But now that she knows he has money, she wants him more. But mm -hmm. she wants to make it work. Yeah, she wants to make it work. But she's going to have to change him to make it work, which I don't foresee happening. And guess what, honey? He might take you on a date and pack the picnic basket right now at 31 i think he was yeah he's 31 31 but at 45 he might take you to that public beach on a yacht so period maybe just stop i should be investing more too probably but some people like those types of people those business-minded people are always looking at like the long game i feel like totally especially with investments you know you can't invest and expect yourself to be like rich overnight exactly but the long game that might be what he's trying to do he's saving exactly. every little penny and investing it Exactly. The most truly wealthy people are. And also, yeah. if you can have that much money and not have a day job and you're making that much money off long term investments, that guy is doing something right. Mm -hmm. If he can have that much money, he knows what he's doing, saving money on the daily and not blowing it on whatever the fuck she wants in her relationship right now. He's doing it right. Yeah. So anyway, I hope they break up. And if the guy's available, <laughs> we're both available. <laughs> I definitely see where she's coming from, though, because it is so attractive to have so someone have that knowledge of investing and be able to handle their money like that yeah me too but it's not the only thing op no it's not so maybe he should run i just think she needs to talk to him yeah just talk to him talk to the man i know talk to the man <laughs> like use your words that's what i tell my kids in school yeah. use your words girl use your words period dramatic <laughs> dramatic yes you are being dramatic yeah dramatic case closed <laughs> These are all so good. Okay. My 22 female boyfriend, 24 male, wants me to wear a bra around his family. Am I wrong for feeling weird about this? My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We are both in our early 20s. We've been having an issue with my bra or lack of wearing habits. I wear a bra when I want to. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. I almost never wear one when I'm just with friends or family. Growing up with older brothers, this has literally never been an issue. And my family doesn't care at all and has never spoken about it. My mom also never wears bras at home. My friends don't care either. The only time I really wear bras is when I'm exercising at work or going out and I want my boobs to look perfect. 
quirky. My boyfriend knew this since he first began dating me and has sometimes voiced concerns about my nipple showing. He's never outright told me I should wear this or that, but he's joked about my nipple showing in a way that makes me think it might bother him a bit. I always just tell him it's more comfortable sometimes to not wear them. And I'm not going to if I don't want to. And that's that. He doesn't fight me on it unless we're going to be around his family. Since the first time we began traveling together to visit his parents, it's been an issue. Basically, if we're staying at his parents' place and he sees me change into an outfit without a bra and my nipples are showing, he tells me I can't go outside of our room unless I put a bra on. He says it's because he doesn't want his parents to see my nipples. As someone who grew up in a family that gave no fucks about this, I find it kind of weird that he's worried about his parents' staring at my breasts. I always do put a bra on when I'm in this situation because we are visiting his family and in his parents' home, but I feel weird about it still. I'd rather not be told what to wear, and I voice my disapproval when this situation arises, but to him, it's a no-negotiation type of thing. To me, Nipples are nipples, and I don't really understand the difference between a man's nipples poking through a shirt versus a woman's. I never wear see-through clothing or low-cut exposing cleavage clothing. It's literally just my nipples poke through. Any advice here? Ooh. Um. Wow. Okay. Actually, I want to hear your perspective first, if that's okay. Because I feel like as a man, I need to hear what you have to say. Um. I also almost never wear a bra. <laughs> So I feel like I can step into her shoes quite easily. I never wear a broad home. Never care. My family doesn't give a shit. My friends don't care. No one's ever said anything about it to me. If I was going over to my boyfriend's parents' house and I was just wearing a shirt and you could just like just see my nipples a little bit, I don't think I would care. Maybe if I was wearing a super tight tank top kind of shirt that was a little bit more revealing, I would feel more uncomfortable. But she's saying that she doesn't wear revealing cleavage, that kind of shirts. Hmm. Yeah. Like maybe I wouldn't show up in like a white tank, like, you know, letting the whole like the imprint, the color, everything, you Mm -hmm. know, the whole areola (laughs) on display. Maybe I wouldn't do that. But, I mean, I have two sisters, you know, and my mom, obviously. Growing up, they did wear bras, like, all the time. Like, I don't think they were, like, free the nipple people. Yeah. But, like she said, maybe going over to your boyfriend's family's house, maybe they shouldn't be looking. Yeah. Why are we sexualizing something that everyone has? Totally. You know, I have nipples, you have nipples. We all got nipples. Some people have three nipples. (laughs) Then what she's supposed to do? She has three nipples. What? (laughs) Wear a bra on her stomach? I don't even know where the third would be. (laughs) (laughs) but anyways yeah I don't know I mean I am a free the nipple type person yeah but okay so I think that if the shirts themselves aren't revealing and the only problem is like if it was a shirt like this black t-shirt whatever or who cares what color it is other than white because white is see-through but she said she doesn't wear see-through clothing okay okay or revealing clothing cleavage whatever so I think if the only issue is that in some angles you can see her nipples I think that it's just sad that he cares so much but I think if they had an honest conversation about it and he said look it just makes me a little bit uncomfortable for whatever reason and he explained it to her and he said I'm not going to tell you what to do but it would make me feel a little bit better about everything and hanging out if you wore this I think that might not be the worst thing I think she could 
definitely consider that because he's not trying to tell her what to do. He's just telling her maybe a boundary that he has or just sharing the way that it makes him feel and the reason why and they can talk about it honestly. I'm just trying to compare it to if I was dating a guy and he wore a certain style of clothing, maybe like super short shorts. I guess that used to be taboo for guys. Mm -hmm. And if my parents were more judgmental or something, maybe I would ask him to not wear them until they get to know him a little better so that their first impression of him isn't this thing that they hate. They grow to love all his amazing qualities and then he can start showing them the one. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do. Not that you should ever hide parts of yourself, but if it's something as simple as like a style of shirt that you wear or whatever and your significant other's parents don't love that style of clothing, maybe let them get to know you and love you for all the qualities about who you truly are. And then maybe they won't care as much about something as trivial as clothing. I think I'm on her side. I think I am on her side, but I can see why there are these little trivial things that make people feel uncomfortable. Also, people just act differently when they're with their parents. Like maybe the girl's boyfriend isn't even completely comfortable with his own parents. Then he's like, oh, I have to like make up for my insecurity by telling my girlfriend what to do, which is fine. I feel like you can't judge someone for their relationship with their family. I don't know. It's like one of those things where every setting that you go into, you kind of act differently, but you're not acting fake. You're just acting how you should Mm -hmm. act in that situation. So if I go and hang out with my extended family, I'm going to be doing whatever the fuck I want, being my true self, not caring at all. If I'm dating a guy and I'm meeting his family for the first time, I'm putting my weird shit away. (laughs) I am putting on like the smile the whole time, just being the best version of yourself because it's a first impression. That's not me being fake, Mm -hmm. but it's me trying to, I don't know. It's like my extended family, they already know that I'm nice and they already know what they like love about me I don't have to be perfect to them at all times to gain their approval that can be different when you're going into someone else's extended family like who knows his family Mm -hmm. might be the most judgmental conservative people that would just give him a hard time about all these stupid little trivial things and maybe he's just trying to make everyone's life easier who knows right but I think that if he explained that to her and told her why if that was the reason that gives her a chance to be open-minded as well and make a decision going from there I also just feel like not that you want to be the best version of yourself if you showed up without a bra on but still that could be a way of showing respect you know you're going to put your best foot forward meeting this new man's family but again it goes back to like the three years thing you're with this person for three years uh, and like this is still an ongoing argument yeah also though from your perspective i mean she obviously feels pretty passionate about i don't want to wear a bra i'm all about bodily autonomy do you think it's that big of a deal for her to just like slap on a bra if she's going over to her boyfriend's house or like the family's house. Do you feel that way or? I don't. I Okay. I kind of want to compare it to like super short, like booty shorts or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know why that's different, but in theory, they're kind of the same issue. How you said, oh, it's not that she wouldn't be the best version of herself if she wasn't wearing a bra, but it's kind of the same as wearing super short, short shorts to a fancy restaurant or something. Mm -hmm. It's just not the time and place. Maybe that's how he sees the bra thing. But yeah, it's like for me, putting on a bra to make my boyfriend a little bit more comfortable isn't a big deal. But I guess that's something that is subjective. Like maybe it is 
is to her. And who knows? Maybe these are like outdated ideals, but like you're yeah. not going to show up to work with your cheeks hanging out. Is that right? Is that wrong? Wait, actually, after reading the first comment, I might take back what I said about it not being a big deal. <laughs> the top comment is, have you tried stickies for the boobies? It's a bit of a compromise. I would not want to wear sticky boobs just because I'm going over my boyfriend's house. And I was just thinking about why I choose to not wear bras. And then wait, if I do wear a bra though, it's usually a bralette that doesn't have cups in it. So you would mm. still be able to see my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I think it would be like, I hate the underwire ones. So maybe it would be annoying because if you're going over their house on like Christmas, that is the last thing I want on my body what on about, Christmas like, morning. Don't they have like little teeth? It's not like a jelly type thing. It's yeah. Like, but does that hurt to like rip it off? I don't know. I guess it's just a little bit annoying for some people. Yeah. And if you don't want to do it, should you have to if your boyfriend requests it? I don't know. I also think it's not like some people are like, well, why is this family looking? I mean, they're not necessarily looking. Maybe they glance down and they're like, oh, OK. But I don't think his mom is mm -hmm. staring at the girl's tits just because she's not wearing a bra. I mean, maybe she is. But I think it's more just the boyfriend yeah. creating the narrative in his head that it's weird. And like how conservative is this family? Like yeah. maybe they are like maybe. super duper conservative. Maybe he like only has brothers. They go to church on Sunday and like and they think maybe Monday weird. and Tuesday too like yeah hmm. hmm the more we talk about it I thought this was gonna be a really simple answer but now I'm like this is so deep like do we wear a bra at our boyfriend's parents yeah. house or do I not this is kind of deep and I don't know I don't think it's dramatic okay I could be wrong about this and somebody might school me with more information but I'm just thinking about my last relationship when I met the person's parents for the first time. And it kind of like caught me off guard. Like I wasn't planning to meet them. And then he was like, oh, just come in. My parents want to meet you. And I was like, mm, oh, shit. And I was wearing I was on my way to go skiing. So I was wearing these like super thick pants, Uggs, this like ugly ass like Sherpa sweatshirt and a Eagles beanie. None of it matched. That's cute. <laughs> OK, I walked to this house and I was like, Hey guys, I felt so weird. I'm thinking of in that situation, or if I just really, really liked a guy and I had respect for his parents and, and they were all amazing people and we had a great, healthy relationship and my boyfriend was just like, hey, would you mind just wearing a bra under your tight clothes? It just makes my mom uncomfortable and I don't know why she's just old. I would be like, I'll do anything for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you had a, an actual healthy relationship of three years, I don't know. So maybe I... I think I'm back and forth on this one. <laughs> Pick a side, I, Kelly. Pick a side. I can't decide. <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't we need know. a poll the people. I think we do a poll. Yeah. And we want to hear back. your feedback. Yes. At home. Let's do a poll. Trisha and I just talked about a few topics that we want to do a poll on. So maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do something where we look at the topics that we can't decide on and then do polls. And then we do a bonus episode where we share the results of all the polls. I think that's a great idea. That would be so fun. Yeah. Okay. We're doing that. Cool. Okay. Shall we move on for now? Shall we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited to hear your healthy relationship take on this one. Oh, God. Healthy relationship. <laughs> after that, after Jimmy hit us that first story where he's like, you're either going to decide to trust them or not. And I'm like, I am speechless right now. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, God. Okay. My girlfriend, 31, is constantly stalking her ex's social media. Am I wrong for having a problem with it? Oh. So quick explanation, my girlfriend of almost a year and supposed to be moving in together was just on the other side of the room on her phone and said, shit. When I asked her what happened, she explained after multiple questions that she accidentally liked one of her ex's new girlfriend's pictures. Now, dot, dot, dot. 
This is not the first time that this has happened. Not with the same person, but the same situation. She's constantly checking on her past boyfriends to the point that we've had at least two or three sit-downs about her actions. But is it really a problem? I mean, I don't do it personally, and I'm not sure it's affecting our relationship, but it just feels extra dirty and inappropriate. Any advice? Am I being over the top? I'm just confused on how to be a good person slash partner here. Hmm. <laughs> That's hard. Oh. <laughs> really? You think it's hard? Um, okay, so I think, and I see things on the internet all the time, so I'm going to say that I don't think I'm alone in this. I love to creep on an ex. Oh, <laughs> I love to creep on an ex. I do. I mean, you just want to keep little tabs, but I will also say when you're in like a more stable, healthy relationship, I think at least in my own experiences, I have not continued doing that as frequent. Like it kind of totally. goes away because you're like, well, why am I going to worry about what my ex is doing? Like if mm-hmm. you're all in on your relationship, you don't usually do that. Sounds like girl got to get better at hiding her creeping. I don't know. I don't think he's being dramatic. I would probably be mad too, but also yeah. like the, what is it calling the cop? calling the the pot calling the kettle black it's like the pot calling the kettle black because i'd be like i'd be still creeping on my exes (laughs) so like that's where i would maybe be dramatic wait my exes just block me (laughs) toxic no wait i actually though okay i had one main ex that we followed each other for a while after we broke up because it was on like really good terms and it was just like sad but we didn't have anger or anything towards each other but then Mm -hmm. eventually like he just blocked me and then another guy that I was talking to I ended things with him and then he blocked me and you know what's funny I have my main Instagram that is for my brand my photography like my best content and then I have a private Instagram that's not a finsta it's just a private personal Instagram that's only my friends follow it and I post normal day-to-day stuff. People block me on both of them. And um, and the one is private. My private Instagram is a private profile. So you just unfollowed it. You wouldn't even be able to look at it if you wanted to. Right. And then I feel like all the people that blocked me have been private. So if, if you just remove me as a follower, I'm not going to be able to see your shit. But it's so funny. But my ex-boyfriend, though, there would be like random times that I would see him tagged because we still had mutual friends. Right. So I would see his profile tagged in a picture. And I'd be like, oh, so he unblocked me today (laughs) and then like a week later it would be gone i'm like okay i'm blocked again i'm like okay good to know you're still checking Uh, up yeah i was gonna say he's doing the same thing then he's (laughs) checking up on the x but like why even block then but also there's like on instagram like i've had to do this before for myself because i would like drive myself crazy kind of you know with the checking up or like things would pop up and like it would make me upset or ruin my day yeah you could always just like mute the person like i've muted multiple people on snapchat instagram whatever also like we're totally on a tangent right now (laughs) we are totally off course to continue on i had a situation with a past love a past flame Ooh, love (laughs) where they got in a new relationship whatever had nothing to do with me like our relationship is done in the past like whatever it still hurt me to see them with the new person whatever I had not healed so you know I'm not gonna lie I was sad I would look at their Instagram and it would just make me feel worse I would never receive the information that I wanted to receive and every time I looked at it like I said made me feel worse and when I truly got over it I mean I definitely 
looked at it constantly for like a month that I looked at it and then I was like snap back to reality I'm like what the hell am I doing this is so Mm -hmm. unhealthy it's not helping at all and when I truly got over it there have been times where like I said I am blocked so I can't look at the, the actual person but there have been times where I'm like oh I wonder what their friend is doing or like their sibling is doing or whatever mm. and I muted all the mutual friends like muted all of them because I didn't feel the need to like we were all on good terms so I didn't feel the need to like unfollow them or right. block them whatever just muted all of them so I wasn't reminded of them mm-hmm. but once I just truly got over it I never think about them it does not cross my mind to be like what's that person's mm-hmm. new girlfriend never I never think about it because at this point I'm completely healed so it's quite possible that this girl is doing this out of curiosity because I think there is a difference between caring about something or someone and just being curious about what they're up to on some random time in their life but it mm-hmm. feels like this girl she's not curious it feels like she cares because it's been happening constantly. Yeah, I agree with that. And also, it could kind of be a red flag. Like, if you are broken up with your ex, you're not talking to them anymore, you're not liking their pictures. Like, I have exes. Well, really, just one main one, but one that I, like, was with really long-term, you know? Yeah. And at first, for me, my brain, it was toxic for myself to check up or to see what was going on so I had to do the muting thing whatever now that's been like five years I'm over it completely like it Mm -hmm. doesn't even cross my mind he could come running back to me right now and I would be like no because I think we're two different people yeah so I think eventually it gets to a point where you want to see the person do well and like you know you wish them well like I wish him well Mm -hmm. I actually like seeing his posts now with like his family that I was close with yeah because like I want the best for him and for them you know totally I think that's where he needs to differentiate like why is she checking up on this you know what I mean and her past relationships what is her relationship with those past relationship type people you know I think that's where you could look in because like I don't really want to date someone or be with someone that is full-blown like meltdown you know we broke up we're enemies like I don't want to make enemies with anyone Mm -hmm. even when I break up with people it's okay to break up with people you know you're gonna date people that just might not be your person and that's okay you know totally so that's the part that I would want to know the most about Yeah, that's interesting to think about. It's like, what is her relationship with these people? Because I know like my like main ex, we just never spoke and we Mm. never will. And it's not because we're on bad terms. We're actually on very, very good terms. We're just never going to be friends. It would be way too weird to speak. We're just never going to speak and that's okay. So I feel like if it was that kind of ex and you were still checking up on them years later, I'd be like, really, what's going on over there? Mm -hmm. Why do you still care about them? I'm going to start talking in circles, But the main point is I do think there's a difference between caring about your ex and being curious. And it seems like she's caring about them. And I think it's a problem. Yeah. I think if she was truly secure in the relationship that she had now, she wouldn't feel the need to do this constantly. Yeah. Also, is there an equivalent to this is why I hate dating right now. Like the age of social media and like all of this. It's just so much because like our parents, what did you do? Go buy like the newspaper? How? How did you check up on your exes like that wasn't a thing so this is yeah. just like another component to relationships that we have to deal with most people haven't had to deal with yeah and i mean eventually it goes back to the trust thing at the end trust is like the end all be all the topic of tonight am i being dramatic no let's not even call it that let's talk about trust this all leads back to period trust. how do you build the trust you know yeah but again 
this was not a thing that people had to deal with before. And now yeah. social media is so prominent that you could do things like that that you couldn't do. It seems like, though, she or not even just her, but everyone that does this and stalks their mm-hmm. exes like this, you're preventing yourself from healing. So I feel like in the, you know, in the olden times before social media was a thing, it was probably so much easier to get over people because you were not being constantly reminded of them. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see what they were doing if you wanted to, yeah. especially if they didn't live in the town you lived in or went to your school or whatever. You just could not be reminded of them. So I think if this girl to truly move on and get over it and stop caring, she just has to stop doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be so hard. And the first time that she has the craving to go check her ex's Instagram and she has to fight it, it's going to be so hard. But then the second time she does it, well, you know, the the first 10 times might be hard. She Mm -hmm. seems like she's in pretty deep. Yeah. (laughs) But eventually it's going to get easier. And then eventually she's not even going to care. She's going to be like, oh, whatever. I would like to, but I'm not going to. And then eventually she's not even going to think about it but she just has to take the first step Mm -hmm. and it seems like she's never going to do it unless somebody tells her to do it because she's gotten into this habit I think the boyfriend kind of recognizes that it is a little weird or he wouldn't be writing this and asking for relationship advice. So I think he should talk to her and and say, cut it off. Yeah. And maybe like the old days, picture to burn Taylor Swift, person on follow. Stop. Just stop. Like you said, you'll make it easier for yourself. You just have to get over the hump. It's like any good habit that you have to form in your life. Yeah. It's a habit that you have to form to stop creeping. Stop checking up on your exes. Be focused on your relationship. Your relationship could grow to be even better than that relationship of your ex. They're your ex for a reason. Quit checking up. Period. I'm gonna let you work up on it, ladies. Let them check up on it. Watch everybody check up on it. Yeah, I think the blocking thing, how I was like, wait, these past lovers, mm-hmm. not all of them get the term lover, but I love that they all block me because then it makes me think of that Taylor Swift song that's like, I'm harder to forget than I am to leave. And I'm like, Baby, you had to block me mm-hmm. to forget about me because you can't even stop yourself from checking up on me. I'm like, okay, okay. This is a compliment. Mm-hmm. You could block me. You can't block all this. <laughs> you can't block the memory of me, baby. I'd be in your head. <laughs> Actually, I think on Instagram or maybe it's on an app. I don't know. One of my friends, it's a couple. I'm friends with the couple. One of them has a psycho ex, so they have to deal with all the craziness with like fake accounts and all this shit. Yeah. Maybe we can ask them about it one day to tell. That's a very interesting story. Well, it's just interesting hearing about it when you are so far away from like toxic relationships like that Mm -hmm. because I'm just like how the fuck is she getting away with this but there's like nothing they can do but they Mm. have heard about all these apps because when like shady accounts follow them they'll be like is this her again so I think they said there's an app that can tell you all the people that have blocked you on Instagram and I'm like I want to go look at that Mm. and see who it is yeah I've heard of the apps like with following unfollowing or whatever yeah I used to have that yeah I did too definitely at one point and you know at the end of the day if it's that big of a deal just go private i don't know yeah unless like you're like an influencer or something it sucks when you have a toxic ex like that or whatever because for example like one of the people in this couple chose to put their instagram on public and then the crazy ex of the other partner probably saw that person's instagram maybe reached out i forget but just because your partner has a crazy ex doesn't mean that you have to keep your instagram on private all the time right or that it's your fault if someone's harassing you just because you choose to have your instagram public like that person can do whatever they want they don't 
have to keep it on private. So I feel bad when people are people are like, just make your Instagram private or That's whatever. True. Like you should be able to do whatever you want. You're right. I don't know. Bad. It's so hard. That's mm-hmm. an interesting story. I'm gonna talk to them and see if I could share this story without sharing any names. Yeah, and like the level of toxic, like is the person showing up at the same places or is it like sending messages? I don't know what it was in the past, but now it's a lot of sending messages and fake accounts. Freaking crazy. I'm like, I am so glad. That's like one of those things where I kind of have an episode in the works that's called I'm so glad that's not me. Hmm. Because it's just like these situations, there's nothing you can say other than I'm so sorry and I'm so glad I'm not yeah in your shoes you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's tough am i wrong for changing my mind about wanting kids my husband 33 male and i 31 female got married about two years ago before we got engaged we talked about family planning and both want children we wanted to wait a couple of years before trying due to some relatively minor but still needed to be taken care of health problems i've had along with us just wanting to enjoy married life for a while before starting a family Well, last month, it came time to remove my IUD and I decided to not replace it due to the pain of insertion and removal and the fact that I knew I'd want to remove it again within the next year or two. Up until the day of getting it removed, we didn't plan on asking for another form of contraceptive. We had figured I'd remove the IUD and let the universe decide when it was time for us to get pregnant. Well, I ended up asking my doctor to put me on the pill. I hadn't planned on going into that appointment, but something made me freak out at the idea of pregnancy. I just don't feel ready. I'm terrified of the actual pregnancy itself and both the physical and emotional toll it is going to take on me. I feel like we aren't in a solid financial position to start a family. We are pretty much paycheck to paycheck, and while we do have some savings, we also have a ton of student debt that is probably going to take a lifetime to pay off, along with some credit card and medical debt. Our house isn't exactly ideal for kids, as we don't have a bathtub slash large enough kitchen slash large enough sink for a bath. Our bedroom isn't big enough for a crib slash bassinet, and we don't have room for a nursery now that my husband is working from home and he needs an office. I'm so terrified of myself, and I am scared I'm not going to be a good mom. I can have a short but powerful temper, and while I have learned to manage it and keep it in check. I'm so scared of postpartum depression and sleep deprivation bringing that out. I also had some short-term goals and dreams I wanted to accomplish before having a baby. I'm scared I'm going to resent my child for not achieving certain goals I had for myself. I grew up as an only child and as the baby of my extended family, so I never got a ton of experience with babies or small children. I'm scared I won't know what to do or that I'll be too selfish to be a good mother. I know I want kids, but I just don't know if I'm ready anymore. I can tell my husband is disappointed and he thinks I'm just being negative and only focusing on what I can't do. I feel like looking at things that way is the responsible thing to do. I told him I wanted to wait another year or two, but we are worried that that'll put us at risk of never having kids as there is a long history on both sides of infertility and miscarriages after age 30. He feels like I've pulled a bait and switch on him, which was never my intention. Am I wrong for changing my mind and suddenly feeling the way I do? Has anyone else felt this unsure about having kids all of a sudden? I feel very bad for her. Me too. This is just so sad. But in life, in relationships, you can think that you want something and be really compatible with someone because you both have the same goal and you can both be amazing people and be honest with each other and your goal can change. And that's okay. And you can change your mind. It doesn't make you a bad person. No. But it does make your relationship extremely hard 
and possibly no longer work if the goal that you changed your mind on is a non-negotiable for your partner. I don't think it's being dramatic at all. No. Yeah. When it comes to kids, especially, I don't care what anyone says. If you are choosing like you don't want to have kids, that is the most courageous decision you could ever have. Like I could not imagine right now having a kid. I just can't. And I know at the end of the day, I would most likely end up loving this kid. But that completely alters your life. And you are bringing into the world someone else's life that you are responsible for forever. That's not being dramatic. Every relationship, and I've heard this, I mean, obviously I'm not married. I'm not even in a relationship. (laughs) Shit. I've heard, like, (laughs) yikes. Your relationship and your marriage, children are the best thing for a lot of people in their marriage. But the toll in the marriage that children take is like undeniable you know Mm -hmm. your life gets so much more stressful you're caring for this other person yeah so if you don't feel like you're ready for that and I mean like she said she had short-term goals for herself like she wants to do all these other things Mm -hmm. it's okay to put yourself first Totally. And the fact that she already recognizes that if she has kids and that prohibits her from achieving these goals, there's a chance that she will slightly resent the kids. The fact that she already recognizes Mm -hmm. that, she is a self-aware queen. Yeah. That's amazing because there are probably so many people that are not as responsible as her that chose to have kids regardless of the circumstances and then Mm -hmm. they didn't give them the best life and she's already recognizing that there's potential for her to resent the kids also that they don't have the best home life for the kids at this point living paycheck to paycheck and not having enough room but I think that it's just sad for the husband because Mm -hmm. he wants it and they both agreed on it she's not a bad person for changing her mind and she's not dramatic but I think that the husband still has a right to be sad and hurt and upset. And if he wanted to make a decision to either end their relationship for someone that does want kids or end it for a different reason, just even to be alone or whatever, I still think his decision would be valid. But it doesn't make her a bad person. No, yeah, I definitely could have empathy and like sympathize with the way that he's feeling, especially like yeah. if one of his goals for himself was to become a dad. For a lot of people, you're kids are your life you know they turn into your life I would definitely hope that they would be in like some type of counseling or like therapy like talking to like a third party because I also wouldn't want her in 10 years from now to regret her decision to not have children totally you know because I mean I don't like putting a timeline on things but with their past familial history of miscarriages and pregnancies that had to be terminated or anything else or infertility and it sounds like they're not in a financial situation where they could like freeze eggs or do fertility Mm -hmm. testing all of these other options that maybe they could kind of kick the ball down the road a little bit you know and wait until maybe she will be ready I don't know that's hard but I have empathy for both of them and I think that's really hard but like you said sometimes that could be like a crossroad in a relationship in a marriage of all you know not even just a relationship where you kind of have to make the decision and you can't resent each other for Mm -hmm. whatever decision is made but you also you have to make a decision and not hold that against the other person in your marriage yeah Totally. OP said, I do want kids. I just don't know if our original timeline is a good idea for a number of reasons. Am I still in the wrong for that? She's not in the wrong at all, I don't think, because you can't help changing your mind. It's natural and it happens in life. And yeah, it's hard. But like you said, 
doesn't make you wrong, doesn't make you a liar for what you wanted in the past before you changed your mind. I think the fact that she does want kids is making this easier on everyone or will make it easier on everyone because even if she doesn't have kids naturally, there are other options in the future when she is a little bit older. Yeah, these comments are kind of ripping her apart. Really? Yeah, they're what? saying you and your hubby got married with the agreement about children. Making that decision together, you're now going back on your word because of fear. That's wrong on a moral level. Uh, I just do not agree with that. No, it's not either. going back on your word. It's simply changing your mind. And I think that's a, there's a difference between the two. Yeah. And I think pregnancy it is like celebrated and it's great, but it's also like a little bit dangerous. It's so and, like, dangerous. The mortality rate for like she is valid for feeling the way that she's feeling. I don't think there should be like anger towards that. You could be upset. Like yeah. I think you could be upset, but like comments like that. No. Yeah. Girl, Someone bye. said. You're 31. You're not a kid anymore. He's quoting her. I'd like to eventually have kids. When? Did you want to wait until your late 30s when your body is older? Spoiler alert, you'll never feel ready. I completely disagree with that. So many people have kids when they feel ready to have kids. Yeah, no. These comments are so judgmental. I feel bad. You could come be friends with us. We got you. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And I actually have a lot more respect for her. Agreed. You know, that's not easy. So I just give her credit for saying what she feels. Totally. And sticking up for herself and putting, like you said earlier, putting herself first and wanting to achieve the goals before she dedicates her life to her kids. Mm -hmm. She just seems better and better. Yeah. And she seems like she wants to be a really good mom. Yeah, exactly. Like if and when she does have kids, she wants to be the best mom ever. Yeah. Every piece of evidence just makes her seem like a better person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But again, he's not wrong if he's upset about it either. You know, right. Could have empathy for that. Tough situation on both sides. So I think therapy is the mm-hmm. only answer. Me too. Or Get the that best third answer. party. That third party opinion. Totally. Whew, that one was like a little heavy. I know. Heavy, heavy. <laughs> okay, let's do a lighter one and then we'll end with a funny one. Okay. My boyfriend wants to go to a strip club with his friends. Am I crazy for saying no? I, female 18, and my boyfriend, male 19, are moving in together this summer. He's leaving his hometown to come and stay with me for the summer before we both leave for college. As a final goodbye, his friends want to take him to an 18-plus strip club and have a fun night out together. I have nothing against strip clubs or sex workers, but the thought of another girl grinding on my boyfriend or even him just watching her strip makes me feel sick to my stomach. I expressed to him that it made me uncomfortable, and he told me I was being irrational. I said to him, if you go to a strip club, I'll just go to a male strip club with my friends to see how he'd react. He told me that was completely different because male strippers take off more clothes than female strippers. I don't even know if that's true as I've never been to a male or female strip club before. He asked what I would do if he went when I told him not to and I said I would break up with him. Now he's saying He'll just go without telling me and that I'll never know. Does anyone have any advice on how to convince him not to go? Should I convince him not to go? Or am I just being crazy? Please help. Okay. Well, my friends want to take me to a strip club before I go away. You're like, you're not getting married. Yeah. You're going to college. You're you're going to get a lot of other. 19. Yeah. I was like, where are you going to hook up with endless girls? But he is in a relationship. I feel bad for OP because she's so young. She's 18 and he's 19. It's like, how can you have a mature relationship with a 19-year-old boy? That just seems very (laughs) tough. 
mm-hmm. especially because of his responses to her questions about it and her concerns and him just saying, oh, I'll just go without telling you and you'll never know. That does not seem like the solution. Overall, I think this is completely subjective because some people do not give a shit about strip clubs. I think it's very interesting to consider what some people think is cheating and what some people don't care about. Strip clubs, some people are like, go off, King. Have fun. Mm -hmm. Some people, like this girl completely in her right to think that it's cheating or it make her feel uncomfortable or whatever. I think this is another interesting poll to ask people. What do you think if your boyfriend was like, I'm going to a strip club without you? Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, I just think they're young. Like, they're so I, young. I hate to say that, but like you're, you're young. Second of all, red flag that he's like, I'll just go and not tell you. Huge red flag. Red flag. Done. Third point. I understand to your point of saying some people just like don't care about strip clubs. I... Personally, gay man 27, love going to the titty bar. (laughs) I love a good female strip club. I have a blast. Yeah. Last time I went, I spent $260. Not making the bank. Believe me, I don't have the money to throw around. I was just having the time of my life, though. Like, truly, it is fun. And there's a part of strip clubs that's, like, liberating for the people that are working. For me, it goes back to the I'll go without you, without you knowing thing. Yeah. That is just like red flag to me. I mean, yeah. if it's that big of a deal at the end of the day, maybe he's just not the one, girl. Yeah. I, I was just thinking that, like, let's say she really, really was anti-strip clubs and he really, really wanted to go. Even if they had honest communication about it and they were completely open about the reasons why they felt that way, why he felt it wasn't a problem, why she felt it was a problem. If they still disagreed, I think you're simply not compatible with that person. Because I was going to mm-hmm. say, like, what if there was a thing that you really, really wanted, but your partner was really, really anti and you were both very mature and honest about it I think you're just not compatible yeah no I, yeah. I think so too and I mean I just think of like I'm assuming maybe he's going to college right like right out of high school relationships I don't know I hate invalidating how people feel and saying like you're being dramatic yeah I hate that but you're 18 five years from now do you think that maybe was a little dramatic it might be I don't know. I also think that if this guy was completely trustworthy and was a perfect walking green flag, never did anything wrong, and then he was like, oh, my friends want to take me to the strip club, maybe she would feel differently. Like, maybe there's some other shit going on. Mm -hmm. He was like a little bad boy. Yeah. And there's a reason why she doesn't trust him. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's quite possible as well. Yeah, we have some follow-up questions for OP. Yeah. But then I try to put myself in her shoes, you know, and like how I would feel. I don't know. Someone said, the guy sounds like a shit. The issue is not the strip club. My wife laughs when she hears I went to a strip club and wants details, but that's because she knows how much I love her and the strippers are meaningless and honestly quite cringy in my opinion. Any man who enjoys... Any man who enjoys strip clubs often, oh, often, okay, is suspect as fuck. But going once for a big party or bachelor party is not a big deal. That was funny because I thought they were going to be like, any man who enjoys strip clubs is sus. And I was like, (laughs) hmm, we have one right here. Sorry. Um, No, but they mean like going all the time. I think that it's not as black and white as going to a strip club is not a big deal because if you and your partner both mutually agree that that's a big deal, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. A lot of people probably don't think it is. 
but it's very subjective. It's not black and white, like I said. So I don't think that's the answer. But in this situation, it does seem like the strip club is not the problem. It seems like lack of trust is the problem. I was just about to say, what is our keyword <laughs> of the day? What's the trust, keyword of the day? Trust, baby. Trust. I mean, I, you're 18. I can't. I, can't, I know. I can't. She's an actual child. She graduated yeah. high school like two minutes ago. Yeah, and I hate talking like that, you know, but I honestly. Know. Don't stress yourself out about this. And I mean, if you are worried about him going to the strip club, wait till he goes away. Wait till he goes to college. Wait till he goes away and you're getting a text at 4 a.m. And he's still up and you're like, why are you still up at 4 a.m.? There are some things you just can't control. Facts. But if you build that trust in the relationship then you have a level of respect for each other one another and that's all that matters at the end of the day sounds like they're just not there yet agreed sounds like with this guy too you might never get there yeah i don't think so yeah dump his ass why does every story end with that because <laughs> yeah. men are trash like, exactly trash exactly oscar the grinch or whatever oscar the trash <laughs> the what's his name oscar from uh sesame street <laughs> the grouch oscar the grouch oscar the grinch <laughs> i knew he was green and he lived in the trash he is kind of, yeah he is green you right? know what all valid all valid and the grinch is he's a little fuck boy too so <laughs> sorry sheesh okay <laughs> We're going to end on a funny one. Well, I don't know if it's funny, but it made me laugh. It made me say, what the heck? Boing. (laughs) Here we go. My 31 male girlfriend, 31 female, doesn't have a personal laptop, and it is a glaring red flag to me. Am I wrong for this? I've been dating a girl for over a year, and I noticed that she doesn't have a laptop because she doesn't think it's important, and she doesn't think she needs one, nor does she think it's an issue. She thinks her phone is enough. It alarms me because it shows her priorities and that she isn't really that invested in her personal. <laughs> what? Where is this going? I'm trying not to be judgmental, but where, are you fucking kidding where me? Where is this going? She doesn't have a Okay. Yes, you're dramatic. I don't have to hear the rest. It alarms me because it shows her. This is fucking sending me her priorities and that she really isn't invested in her personal development. Okay. She is an accountant who passed the CPA exam but never got her license because she needs her transcript from her university and hasn't paid them over $2,000 in back payments to get it back. Oh, shit. Am I going to eat my words on this one now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Red flag. She says she has been waiting to get salary increases to get the transcript and the laptop, but she has bumped her salary almost 20K, 65K to 84K in the last 12 months and still does not see this as a priority. I'm very career focused and want to make the best of my 30s so that my 60s can be smooth sailing. Okay, okay, Mm. I'm about that. She also got the Trump stimulus money and never used it, so I don't get it. Am I insane to find this very alarming? Even when I was making 29K five years ago, I now make over 100K. Oh, he had to throw that in there. Yeah. That's irrelevant. Anyway, I still had a laptop because I figured it was an essential item for my personal and professional self-development. Many laptops of mine were small, old and cheap, but they allowed me to apply for jobs, write papers, learn new things, etc. I may have done dumb things too with my money at times, but once I got this great opportunity, I told myself that I got a great chance to make my life and the lives of others better and I best not waste it. I am floored by her lack of concern or really mature 
maturity on this issue. Money is not everything to me, but security is, as I have been poor and I never want to go back to that. I see her blunders as someone who doesn't prioritize security or doesn't understand how you can do certain things to set yourself up for protection. I've explained this to her and she's extremely offended and offers... (laughs) I can't believe I was ripping this guy apart in the first paragraph. I feel bad. I still have some feelings, but... Yeah. Sorry. I've explained this to her and she is extremely offended and offers that because she's made it this far that she's doing just fine. My thing is the outcomes don't always justify the path and that she might be playing with fool's gold right now. What does a laptop have to do with this? (laughs) I was thinking that. I'm like, last story. The strip club isn't the problem. The laptop's not the problem. No, like what? Is it like Hillary's emails on that laptop or something? Like There are so many computers in this world that you can write a paper on, apply for a job. You don't need a personal laptop. And she's an accountant. She probably has a computer at work. Yeah, and she's doing well. Like she's getting raises. It's not like she's stagnant in her job. She got a $20,000 raise in 12 months. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not like she's making dirt money. He said she made 84K. Yeah. What would a laptop do to make this better? <laughs> like, what, do you want her to apply for the transcripts or something? Or pay the tuition on a laptop? Like, could she use yours? You want her to be financially so, smart. How about don't buy a laptop you don't need? I think deep down, this is what OP thinks. Mm-hmm. That once this girlfriend gets a personal laptop, that will inspire her to pay the $2,000 to her school, get the transcript, and that will allow her to get her license as a CPA. And maybe then she will make more money. That is quite possible. But she's an accountant. She works on a computer every day. If she wanted the transcripts, she could have gotten them already. I think she's just a little unmotivated, but it's not because she doesn't have a laptop. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, she got the CPA. She passed the test, whatever. But maybe it's like not going to get her a financial gain right now. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, I just got a $20,000 raise. I would assume you have to pay for a CPA license too. True. So you're going to be paying more money. Don't get the damn laptop. What's a laptop? Now, like to get a Mac, it's like thousands of dollars. Yeah, or at like least at least, was. yeah, no, mine too. Like at least a grand. And like I think about myself, I still have my Mac that I bought in 2013, so it's almost 10 years old. Oh shit, it lasted yeah. that long. Yeah, I still yeah. have it. Do I use it? Not really. I don't know the last time I used it. Yeah, I actually had a similar thought to OP. <laughs> now I'm like. Hmm. I'm sharing my skeletons in my closet, okay? Uh, bring them out. Bring I them was out. judgmental in the past. <laughs> I made mistakes. I own a business. I work for myself, self-employed. I'm on my laptop 24-7. If I go on a trip, an overnight trip without my laptop, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I always have it. My cousin, after college, got a job and had a work computer and a phone. They moved to Manhattan. She has a great job. Her boyfriend also has a great job. They live together. She doesn't have a personal laptop. And the first time I visited her, I was like, oh, can I borrow your computer for something? Or I forget how I figured it out because I wouldn't have gone to Manhattan without my laptop. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know how I figured it out that she didn't have a personal laptop. I was shooketh. I was like, what are you doing here? How do you not have a computer, a personal computer? What do you buy things on if you need to buy something? And she said, well, I have my work computer that mm-hmm. I always have with me. It's in my house or it's at the office with me. And I have my phone and I have computers at my job. And I was like, hmm, okay. Maybe not everyone needs a laptop for personal use all the time. Like my personal laptop. I don't even know. I don't know where it is. Shit. I don't know where the laptop is. 
I don't know where the charger is. You need something, anything, like on your phone. You could order things. At the end of the day, really, one, why can't she borrow his laptop if it's that big of a deal to get these things done? Mm -hmm. He could have a conversation and be like, hey, I think you worked really hard for your CPA. I would love for you to apply and get the certificate. You earn this. Why aren't you going to do this for yourself? Like, I would love to see you do this for yourself. And he could motivate her that way if really wants her to get it. Like, maybe that's why, you know, he's proud of her and he wants her to do it. You do have to work really hard to get that. Also, I know it's 2022, but like, are we forgetting about like libraries? Like, you could go to a library and like use a computer. Yeah. That's not taboo. I love the library. Yeah. I was thinking that too. There are so many libraries that all have free computers to use. You do not need to pay thousands of dollars for a piece of technology that you rarely use Mm -hmm. i think that op just has it in his head that if she were to have a laptop all of her lack of motivation or what he sees as lack of motivation would go away Mm -hmm. and i think that's just simply not true there's some underlying stuff here Mm -hmm. if she wanted to she would Mm -hmm. call kyle richard someone has to be honest He's not being honest. Is that a Real Housewives thing? It is. I try not to use any Real Housewives references this entire time that we've been talking, but be honest. Yeah. There's got to be something else. Yeah. Got to be something else. Maybe she's just content with what she has right now. Some people are just okay with where their career is at right now. Mm -hmm. And if OP is not happy with that and it's making him upset that she is happy with where she is in her career right now, that's either something that he has to get over or they're simply not compatible and find Mm -hmm. someone that sees career as the same way that you do. Yeah. And I mean, career-wise, like I'd be happy getting a $20,000 raise in a year. Yeah, that's wild. A job where you make a salary like that's crazy yeah like I don't think that's bad and I mean I'm a paper chaser I work two jobs I literally tried getting a third job I love to make money yeah but I also could understand if you're financially stable enough she's paying into her retirement and stuff then like what's the big deal maybe she's focusing more on like her personal life and not her professional life and that's okay your job does not run your life I'm a firm believer in that you know they don't pay me enough they don't pay you enough period if I can't stop saying it. You literally can't stop saying it. I just spent three days with Callie and I I picked up all her mannerisms. He makes just a few little points that I see. I can understand how he wants to set himself up for retirement in the future. I think he's just being a little bit hard on her. And if he thinks that it's a deal breaker, then let it be a deal breaker. Say goodbye to her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And be honest with yourself. Think about really why this is bothering you and talk to her about it. True. All these people that turn to the internet. I know. Honest communication is where you should have gone for. Honesty and trust. Honest communication. People don't know how to talk to each other anymore. I know. I also think people just don't even know that that's the answer. You know what? There's a side tangent, but whatever. I'll just Mm -hmm. say it now. I talked to this guy and then I ended things with him and he got super mad at me for ending it with him just for, I don't don't even know. He was just giving me half-ass effort and I was like, you know, I don't like you. I don't like you at all. So maybe if I actually liked him, this would have made me way more sad. I don't know. Whatever. He actually told me this man actually texted me this just a genuine piece of advice almost every relationship starts with some fucked up scenario where the guy doesn't give enough attention to the girl and then she has to ask him to date her or something like that but he actually said almost every relationship starts with some fucked up scenario where and then dot 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 about how like the guy doesn't give the girl shit and then she has to beg him for energy i said baby if you want your next relationship to start with a fucked up scenario 
be my guest. How about it? How it's about not going to be with me. No. My relationships are going to start with mutual respect and honest communication. Period. Boom. <laughs> no, boom. Can Seriously. you fucking imagine? I read that text. I'm like, oh, we're done here. That's when we you're, are that's done when here. You're like, <laughs> like, thank God I walked away from that. I like, know. oh, Jesus. I was like, damn, God reminds me every day he is good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a believer. And then you almost feel bad for people like that because you're like, you think that this is yeah. actually how this is supposed to start. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why, you know, <laughs> this is happening to you a couple times over. I know. Maybe you're the fucked up thing that's <laughs> happening. Therapy. Yes. Therapy. Therapy. I was like, get yourself help. I gotta. I gotta see myself out. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fun. yeah, and you know what? Thank God I got off that train or that yes. bus. Facts. Period. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop saying it. No, I'm not. It's fun to say. Doesn't it just roll off the tongue? No, I don't really ever say it. Honestly, I never said it until two days ago. My ex said it a lot, and Callie says it a lot. I feel like it's dating me because then in ten years, if people watch this, they're gonna be like, "Why is she saying that so much?" That's gonna be like the new like doubt. Did you ever say that? No. You never we- said like doubt. No, what's that? Oh my god, when I was like growing up, especially my sister who was like four years older than me, everything was doubt. Like you'd be like, you're really going to eat that? Doubt. What? Or like, what else do we used to say? I cannot think of anything that we said in high school, but it would be like if you were watching something from the 60s and they were like, that's so groovy. You'd be like, oh, nobody says groovy anymore. Yeah, I don't know. What did we say in high school? Oh, I remember one. People would say, I'm about that life or I'm not about that life. Yeah, I I feel like I still hear that one a little bit, but it's definitely phased out like a lot. And also just like now, and like this is me speaking as a gay man. Back in the day saying like, that's gay. That just, that used to slip off the tongue. I used to call people gay all the time. (laughs) Would you really? Yeah. And then Or like, I'd be like, that's so gay. No way. Oh, yeah. And now I say it to, like, mock myself. (laughs) Sitting here like, yeah, definitely gay, Jimmy. Like, shit. But, like, I used to definitely... Maybe I was a bully. I have not heard someone say... Maybe I was... You're just having, like, a a moment of self-reflection over here. Yeah, no. I don't remember the last time I heard someone say, that's gay. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, and if I heard it now and, like, someone was being, like, real... I don't know. There's a way to, like, mock people with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll say it. Like, I'll be like, that is so gay. Jesus. And, like, that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. with your close friends. But if you're meeting someone for the first time. Yeah. And you're like, that's gay. I'd be like, you're wrong. Or if they're actually using it to describe something that they think is. Negative, derogatory. Negative. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I have not heard that in use. I guess I'm surrounding myself with good people. Thank God. I have not heard that in so long. Not me either. But I'd be quick to call it out. Agreed. Stand up for what you believe or you stand for. What is the phrase? If you. St- if you stand for something stand for, or stand nothing, for nothing whatever it doesn't matter if you stand for nothing you fall for everything i don't know is that a thing that like doesn't really sound that inspirational wow bethany wow is that what is that from <laughs> katie would get it <laughs> okay should we wrap it up let's wrap this up like a burrito at pancheros period <laughs> okay i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm gonna hear that in my sleep <laughs> you guys Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. It was so fun. I had a blast. Ah! Guys, I love the podcast. Yeah. I'm so excited. Please share it with your friends and your family and your haters. Like, share, subscribe. Send it to the toxic ex. If you heard one of these stories and you're like, I can relate. Send it and just be like, skip to minute 852. Do Don't it. even say skip. Just send them the link and then just say 852. Yeah. Or like you could find it. Life is too short. Or sometimes yeah, okay. it's okay to be toxic.
Do it yourself. I was going to say, or don't ever talk to your ex again and move on. So either one of those. We'll do anything for a share. Send it. Send it. <laughs> send it. So send true. It. We need listeners at this point. So you know what? Send it to your ex. And then write into us. Let yes. us know how it went. And answer our polls. We'd love to have you on. Thank you guys so much for watching. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. That was so good. <laughs> Killed it.